Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. This this episode is going to be kind of like having an old buddy return. We were just <laughs> catching up off air. I have the one and only Nick Nocturnal here. Nick, man, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Not too bad. You know, we went over this a little bit off the air, but this is definitely going to be like a hangout kind of because that just seems to be the mm-hmm. type of guy you are anyways. Yeah, man. I like I like just talking. That's that's it. You know, it's just chill, enjoying, company, <laughs> talking. That's it. Yeah. We were talking like right now I am looking at a sideways video of you. You are looking at a sideways <laughs> video of me. I am not the person who normally does the YouTube videos and Twitch and everything. I am bad mm. with video for sure. But now mm. Would you call yourself an expert YouTuber? Um, I am an expert at embarrassing myself on the internet. If that is YouTuber, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that title. I'll take that title. I think that is part of it. I think that honestly mm-hmm. is part of it. But one of the things we're definitely, we're going to talk about a shitload today. Mm-hmm. One of the things I definitely want to talk about right away, though, is you have kind of made that move where you're still doing a lot of YouTube, but you're also mm-hmm. doing Twitch now, correct? Yes, yes. So that what was... brought about that change? Yeah. Um, the copyright stuff on YouTube, man, like I've been dealing with it for so many years. Like I haven't monetized probably 95% of my covers. I can't, wow. it won't like, obviously you can't. So right, like, that's right. why for the first four years of YouTube, when I just did covers, I actually made like $50 over four <laughs> years. Um, and the copyright just got so, so intense when, when it came to live streaming. Mm-hmm. And I love live streaming cause I like just hanging out with you know people who like watching my shit and just talking and being like what's up you know and and all that and yep. i my stream started to get actually blocked while it was going because i'd have copyright music going on Damn. and i'm like wow i'm done with the streaming on youtube i'm going to twitch right now and it was the moment when i was c- trying to cover the trivium album all mm-hmm. in like one day that happened my youtube just got cut midway Wow, And I was like, nope, we're moving to Twitch right now. So we just went there because there was nowhere else to go. And I loved it. Everyone was super chill, super nice, accepting. And it just, it had like the live stream atmosphere. You know, like if sure. you want to watch a video, you go to YouTube. But if you stream or you want to watch someone stream, you go to Twitch. It's just the gotcha. place for it. So right. it just made sense. And it just was so, it's just been so fun not really caring and not really planning a schedule on Twitch. Just like, all right, I finished my day of YouTube working. I just want to listen to fucking heavy music with some friends. <laughs> so I go live stream on Twitch and listen to heavy music. And that's pretty much all I do on there. So, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Now, when you do Twitch, do you worry? I mean, I think my big thing with live streaming is I would like to do that as well. Because as you know, the flow of this show is conversational mm-hmm. based. So mm-hmm. I have no problem you know, going ahead and doing live streaming. The question would be, though, do you get enough people if you don't schedule something out? Do you get enough people to actually go there and watch it? And then if not, like if you have a number in your head of people you want, does that bother you? Um, I, I'm very lucky I do have enough people that come over. I Because I've been on the Twitch grind, as you could kind of sure. say, like my cross-promoting, like at the beginning of my YouTube videos. Hey, guys, sorry for the like 50th fucking time. I'm streaming <laughs> on Twitch, by the way. Come over, you know. Sure. Like that annoying plug that you hear all the time. I'm that guy now yeah, because sure. I'm promoting my Twitch. Right. And it's been great. I have I've had around like probably a hundred concurrent viewership and it's just solid. Like that's I I think that's a really good number for me because it's not too much where you have to like it's just too much going on, you have to ignore people. Like I've had sure. some of those streams on like YouTube where I get lucky and I'm doing a big event and I get like four hundred, it's like, oh my god, I cannot fucking keep up. 
right? It's right. not happening. And it's not too little where you feel like you're kind of awkwardly talking to yourself or like the one dude who's just at home from work bored as shit, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's a fun number. And I've just been lucky that I haven't had any of those awkward, I guess, situations. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really good. And now the Trivium, when you did that new album, is that what you call the Nick Nocturnal Challenge? The Nocturnal Challenge. Yeah, it's okay. yeah I, All right. Um, it makes no sense because I don't like stay up at night to do it. <laughs> like it's not like that would actually make so much more sense if I stayed up at night to finish it all. That's why it's nocturnal. Sure. I just was like, I'm not going to call it Nick Nocturnal. I was like, let's. It, I don't know. Nocturnal just sound a little less like cringy for it, so I just called it <laughs> the Nocturnal Challenge. And I make an excuse of like, well, this the album usually comes out at midnight, so technically the challenge starts during the night right. it's just i don't start doing anything until i wake up at like seven which is like three hours earlier than i normally would i like literally pretend i'm getting up for high fucking high school to go to gym <laughs> in the morning like getting getting up they're like okay let's eat my fucking granola bar like let's let's go let's okay like what song are we doing first oh there's like 50 of these all right let's go <laughs> yeah how, you know how do you get your mind working i mean look I have to be up at 5 a.m. to go do chemical engineering, so I get it. Mm -hmm. But when you're trying to, you know, basically dissect a song and be able Mm -hmm. to put it out there like your cover, you're going to do the entire album. How does Mm -hmm. your mind work that early? Do you have to do anything to, like, get ready for that? No, I just, I'm just hyped. That's that's really it. I'm just actually stoked to do it. It's just the adrenaline rush. Like, I actually don't drink coffee. I probably haven't drank coffee in, like, fucking i don't even know like 10 years and it's not because yeah. like i don't like it it's just like it, it just felt like more work than what i got from it like having to, like go get it or like go to starbucks and spend like your life savings you know right. like right. there's just so much work when i just get up and i just deal with my terribleness for like 20 <laughs> minutes and then i'm okay all right yeah so, yeah no i and by the way i get the coffee thing i never wanted to be that person ever to go don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. It's yeah, like the yeah. most douchey thing that you can say to somebody. And I never wanted that. So I don't drink coffee mm-hmm. either. So I get it. Right, right. Yeah. So with Trivium, how long now? I watched your Slipknot one because you mm-hmm. did that a little while back. And yeah. I really love the way that you did it. Just dissecting everything that you were doing. With Trivium, mm-hmm. if you were to take out the issue that you had with YouTube going to Twitch, how long total did that take you to do that entire album? Um, so that that's a it's an odd question because when it comes to the whole album, right? People are like, "Well, you didn't really cover the whole album in one hour because I count the signal, I count the singles that release as right. you know, like I've already done them. I covered them when they came out. Yeah, and there's usually three singles and maybe eleven, twelve songs in the album. So I really cover like let's say seventy five or eighty percent of the album. Still that a shitload. During that. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's still dumb as shit. I never should do it. <laughs> but like, yeah. So uh, it took, man. Again, in terms of me actually doing things for it and not counting like the time I'm sleeping for eight hours or anything like that. Yeah. It probably took me. I think I was streaming for sixteen hours that Damn. day. It, it was it was insane. Like it was a long fucking time. Yeah, that's um, a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I know I felt like a big boy for a second, like having a real job <laughs> instead of just playing guitar on the internet. But yeah, it was it was a while, man. I was burnt out at the end. I felt like I was straight up wasted, like right. drunk, because it was just, I couldn't anymore sit there and play guitar. My fingers were busted. Like, yeah, I <laughs> they were so. fuck, And just, I was just spewing, like, I was spewing inspirational shit at the end because I was just <laughs> so, like, done with everything and, like, it was I don't know who was listening and what I even remember saying, but yeah, it was it was an event. It took a while. <laughs> yeah. No, no, absolutely. And I've 
you know, we were on a different version of this show, but we talked right. about that a while back. But I guess one of the big things is because you put so much work into that, and I know you have a straight up love for it for sure. Yeah. How do you decide on what albums you're going to do that for? Because that is such a, it's such a commitment to do. And, yeah. you know, I know you trust in your skill, but that's got to be a little bit, I don't know, you got to get nervous, right? A little bit that are you going to be able to cover everything completely? Yeah, I do. Um, uh, it is nerve wracking, but I, well, how I picked the album is kind of like this. And that's why Slipknot, this is why Slipknot and Trivium to follow was the perfect one. I want big metal bands because no one cares if I do like an underground metal band cover in 24 <laughs> hours. No one gives a fuck, you know, no hate on the underground scene. Right, right, I love right. tons of those bands, but no one cares. I'm gotcha. sorry if I cover your album in 24 hours. It has to be a thing that people see Slipknot. Oh, that that means something to me in 24 hours. What? what? You know, it's like it's like what? It's like Slipknot. I know Slipknot. There's no <laughs> way, dude. You know, um, it has to have that factor to it, but it also has to be this kind of specific difficulty level where yeah. it's not boring. So it's not like kind of like like post hardcore and boring. I mean, in terms of like guitar playing, right? Like, yes, right. I love. Yeah. I don't care. I love tons of music that's boring guitar playing, right? No, I get it. It has to have the riffage where a guitarist is like, yeah, that's sick. Like I actually care that you're doing this, but not like the technicality where I'll actually die, like just straight <laughs> up pass out. So that's why I'm like Slipknot's perfect. Cause like maybe one or two songs will have a solo. The riffage isn't too intense. Like it's like you get like three riffs in each song and you kind of get it. Once you get it down, you're like, okay, I get it. And Trivium was kind of that same difficulty, yeah. but amped up because every song had a fucking solo in it. Right. And I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. And I was literally like, Matt, what the fuck <laughs> did I get myself into? Um, so that one pushed me much harder than the Slipknot one, but I was sure. a little bit more mentally and just organized, pre prepared for it because I've done it before, thankfully, mm -hmm. but. Right. That one, oh my god, because the solos just destroyed me. I, and I'm sure I messed up tons of it, but <laughs> Matt was super nice. And and that's the thing, like they were so supportive. Like Matt was like, guys, go show Nick the love on his he's streaming up this. And I was like, I fucking love you, dude. Like, thank you so much. Like, that's so cool to see, you know, me nerding out because I really did actually just love the singles of New Trivium. And yep. I guess that's another important factor. I have to actually like the songs right. that are coming right. out. Yeah. Um, and I just I was loving the Slipknot songs and I was loving the Trivium songs. I was like, you know what? It's the perfect thing. I love the songs. It doesn't seem like it's going to be this impossible feat, but it's also technical enough that people aren't going to be bored seeing me do like power chords for like right. four right. minutes every time. Right. So yeah, that's how I pick it. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. But um, I guess it's been working out. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you need to have I would assume and based on what you just said, you have to have that balance. So you have to have yeah. that popularity and you have to have that technicalness. Now, I wonder, would you do something, and not to put you on the spot here, but mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about the biggest albums that might still come this year. Would yeah. you do something like that for a day to remember, for example? Not a not a day to remember because it's it's just on the easier core yeah. side of the guitar work. Right? I'm sure, hey, I might love the shit out of that album, but it has to still have that riffage, that, yes. that side. Yeah. like. Bullet probably if Bullet is a little heavier this year, which they're apparently saying there's like Bullet for my Valentine. Yeah, that's a type of album I would do it for because big band. I do love Bullet, but it has to be a good album. I'm not yes. the singles are shit. I'm or shit to me. I'm not going to be doing it. Yeah. If if the guitar work is there, the singles are good, 
And of course, bullet is bullet. That's the kind of perfect storm that I would go for. That makes that sense. sense. No, no, um, that absolutely yeah. makes sense. Well, then mm-hmm. you, let's let's go to this and we're going to transfer to another thing that you do. <laughs> I mean, there's a ton of those. There's a ton of those. But what I wanted to what I wanted to check on was the Ronnie Radke reaction to oh. your reaction of popular monster. And you mentioned yeah. that you have to like something to be able to do it. And I've seen some of your reaction videos. I don't normally watch reaction videos, but I do like mm. checking out yours because obviously I enjoy talking to you. So mm. I like hearing you talk about things. So the question would be though, have you, and maybe I've missed it. Have you done a reaction video for anything that you don't like? Um, so in don't like in terms of like, I don't like the band at all. And I'm just doing it for pressure or don't like the song after either or okay yeah don't like the song after definitely a few okay don't like the band like i I go into like i actually hate this band i don't want to do this but it's popular so i'll do it i'm hey i'm sure i've done one i don't recall off the top of my head but i ain't no saint if if i think (laughs) hey it might pop off i'll always give it a chance right because even if i don't like the band but i think it like that almost is could be better content in terms of like hey i might actually have fun with this and make fun of the shit out of it and I'll sure. have fun doing it anyways. You know, even if I know the band is not my thing, yeah. I'll still, I might've done that. I'm sure I have. That's why I'm like, <laughs> I've done so many, I have no clue, but I'm sure I've done that. And not like the song after that's happened definitely a few times. Um, when I was, a, when I was doing reactions a little bit more because it still wasn't like this, everyone does this kind of thing. Like now it's just it's like everybody. everybody, their moms, yep. their dads, their fucking grandparents are doing this shit. And it's like, it's, it's just, I don't know, it's so oversaturated that it makes you care a little less in a weird way. Yeah, that's, that's like almost like the elitist complex of like, <laughs> oh, everyone's doing it, so now I don't want to do it as much. But right. I just, just how I feel with it. It's so, it's a weird feeling. And when I was doing it more, there was bands where I, where I would be like, okay, new um, Poppy. And like, I've maybe heard of them and i check it out and I'd be like, eh, or this, or new Asking. I was, that's probably the meanest reactor I've ever done is the new asking <laughs> and yeah I, I fucking did it and you know what that i don't take back what i said about that track that was no. not my thing uh, do you get concerned because obviously ronnie is very outspoken and yeah. he would have gone after you i think had you not liked that video do you worry or not worry but do you have a mm-hmm. bad feeling kind of or a feeling of a little bit regret if asking alexandria were to watch that and then put out a video saying like oh, oh what they the did fuck? Oh, I missed it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they did actually. That was the, they, they didn't, they, they were, so what I did in that video, and I, I'll, I think it's funny as fuck. That's why I still talk okay, about good, it. Okay, good, good, good. I, I kind of shit on the song, but again, when I'm shitting on a song, you know, it's not like everybody else shits on the song. Like, I'm quite, like, I, I critique it. I, yes. I don't okay. say this is shit. I don't say this is bad. I'm just like, they should have maybe tried this or this. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not really hitting. That's how I do it, right? Because, right. Like, how can you really get mad at someone who's just saying, eh, eh, eh. I get if you get mad at someone who's like, this is garbage. I fucking hate this band. You know, like, yeah, like the artist is going to be like, well, fuck you too. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I was critical, but again, not like a dick fully about it. Right. Um, and I said the drummer's name wrong. I confused it with the guitarist. Ah, OK. They apparently watched it and they made they just kept making jokes about that at me, like kind of <laughs> at my expense. And I was like wait, are you like, is this like, are you trying to laugh with me? Or are you making fun of me? And I didn't get it for like right. a week. Cause I was like, I, I don't know a band that would, out of all the things I said, you pick on this thing. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, right. You could have made fun of me in so many different ways. <laughs> I was like, so are they just <laughs> laughing with me? 
are they trying to discredit me make fun of me and i realized it was it was kind of feeling a little bit more like the other one just based on how they were kind of presenting it how they kept kind of going at it i was like you guys could have literally made fun of anything i do but you make fun because i mess up a band member and i was like fucking really and i just thought that was so like petty in a sense that i was like you know what I, people don't even give a fuck about this. Like, if anything, I get more followers now because they're, you know, talking about me. And exactly. that's, yeah. that's cool for me. And I was just like, <laughs> really? Like, that petty over something like that? That it just left a bad taste in my mouth. So when they release something new, and here's the funny thing. I'm not going to say who reached out to me, but people that work with the company, right? <laughs> reached out. They're like, hey, can you react to their new song? And I'm like, no <laughs> you know what i mean no i'm not gonna fucking do that i respect that those people the company whatever it might yep, be that sure. reached out and said hey can you you know they're trying to promote that band awesome i respect the company but i'm not fucking reacting to that band now because they obviously don't want it and that's yep. fine i have other bands that even will take the criticism and one example i love to bring out is crown the empire oh, i sure. would say i was yep. equally as critical if not more so to one of their songs guess what the bassist said to me Thank you for checking out our new track. We appreciate it. Yeah. I love that guy. I right. became my best friend now. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> thank you, dude. I talked to him once. But you know what I mean? And I had so much respect for that band after. Yes. That even though I had a kind of, I really wasn't feeling the singles, I kept checking out the ones that came after out of respect. Because yep. I was like, you know what? Their their personality sold me. So I'm going to try my best to get into this. And I actually did end up liking one of the singles a lot more. And I'm yep. glad I did that. And I'm like, thank you. A person that actually just showed respect exactly yes and that and that makes sense and that's you know there's a lot of things that we can take apart from what you said there one of the big things i just want to go back for a second before i forget Mm -hmm. but i totally get that whole oversaturation i mean just look at it look at it from podcasting too so i started this show over seven years ago i was the first show now Mm -hmm. every band has their own show so why would you even do as many as you would normally because Everyone's just listening to the ones that have band members, even, and this is my own opinion, but even if they can't talk and they don't know how to hold a conversation, they have the clout of being that band. So that's the first thing. So completely understand because yes, everyone does reaction videos now. That is, that is for sure. Yeah. (laughs) The second part is, and I'm not putting down drummers because I love, I fucking love drums so much, but (laughs) do you have to know every single band member in order to talk about a band's music? So that's why I stopped mentioning the names. I'm like, drummer dude now. That's it. I straight up was like, fuck yeah. it. I'm not going to mix up your names. Apparently, people get offended if you say the wrong name <laughs> of some member. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Hey, vocalist dude, even though I know your name. Hey, Sean. Or, you know, like, hey, vocal. I just say, hey, vocalist dude. Hey, um, fucking guitarist. You're sick as fuck. Drums. That's all I say now. Yep. What can you, you know, there you go. It's infamous. I don't know. And then I, obviously, there's. I go over so many bands and there's so many band members. Everyone's named Jake and fucking Derek and shit. Yep, like, Kyle. yeah, I'm a, yeah. Or Kyle, I'm gonna mess <laughs> up your name, dude. You know what I mean? So I just say the instrument they're playing now, and simple as that. I avoid that completely. So yeah. No, no, that is that is a smart lesson to learn. I learned that a long time ago. I learned the people that are going to be on the show, and then that's mm-hmm. it. And if you yeah. introduce yourself to me live at a show, then yeah, I'm gonna remember your name. But mm-hmm. other than yeah. that, I'm not gonna deal with it. So completely understood there and look i really liked i liked what you said because it is very true when someone reaches out to you when when someone shows they're a human like that they actually care about what you're doing because even a negative reaction video helps the band yeah any anything 
Yeah, as long as you're being hilarious, funny, whatever, as long as you're putting some effort into what you're saying about a band, even mm-hmm. if it's on the more negative side, you are giving them uh, publicity. That's what you're doing. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's nice for Crown the Empire to do that. And look, I've been very critical of Crown the Empire over the years as well, but mm-hmm. they have grown. Like you oh, can yeah. actually see a difference in their music, and I think they are much better than they used to be. And that mm-hmm. is an accomplishment. Now, once again, that's my opinion. Right. But that is kind of cool to see them come out and say something like that. And then for you to latch on to that person's personality a little bit and enjoy mm-hmm. a little bit more what they're doing. Yeah, just simple as, hey, you you took the time to even watch it and not say I'm a piece of shit after. Thank you. That's, <laughs> that's it. I appreciate that. I respect for your band. I'll check out your stuff. You know, I'm sure some of it will sell me, some of it won't. And I'm going to just be honest and not be a dick about what I don't like. I'm going to just say what's on my mind. Thank you. And now I can tell from some of those people that might watch the new Crown of the Empire because sure. I like that new track. Great. You guys get more album sales. I get some views on my YouTube channel. Everybody's happy. The label's fucking happy. No issue. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nothing. It's like, awesome. Okay. Yeah, so. No, it's very true. All right, that's that's definitely good. I did like I did like talking about that. Now, do you think anybody do you think asking let's just say asking Alexandria, for example, sure. would be so spiteful that they might go ahead and do a reaction video to something that you've done? I would love that. That would be that amazing. Would be my favorite, just making fun of it. That's the thing. Like, even if, as long as somebody is actually like in it, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I actually don't mind hate if there's like a passion behind it with some of these videos. If it's sure. like I really don't like that, but it's because they actually don't. And it's not this biased thing that they just have this weird, I don't like the person. Yes, right? right. It's like when, if I don't like a song and when I see people attacking the song itself and not the members because they're just huge fans of the band, they're like, fuck, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, why are they this now? Like that, I, I like it because even as a musician, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, wow, you actually care that much about my music that you're right. that involved. Like, I respect that. And I completely get that you're not into the new stuff, but I still respect that you actually are that attached to our music. So yeah, like, fuck, dude. Hey, asking, go for it, man. Make fun of my <laughs> shit. I love that shit, dude. I'll share it around. Fuck yeah, man. Like that, that would be sick as fuck. So <laughs> Well, you know what? You know what's kind of sad though, is we don't have that kind of that kind of personality trait or that kind of introspection, however you want to say mm-hmm. it, doesn't really exist anymore in our scene because mm-hmm. we do have so many bands that just legitimately get upset at anyone who doesn't like their new quote unquote new sound. Yeah. Because you can go ahead and I've, you know, I've done it on the show before. You listen to, let's just say Asking Alexandria. You listen to that new album, you're like, man, it's just, it doesn't have the same passion. It doesn't have the same guitar, you know, whatever you want to say. Mm. It doesn't have that thing that made me love them in the past. It's not mm-hmm. there anymore. So why mm. am I not allowed to talk about that and then just have them say, well, look, you know, we're not there anymore. We're not, instead of being like, you're the worst piece of fucking shit because you mm-hmm. don't like everything that we put out. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just the way some people word things too. Like I bet all those, all like 90% of those arguments wouldn't happen if people just, instead of saying this is garbage said, I don't like this because of this. Like right. even something as simple as that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, it's just sometimes the wording that the band members get offended because I get it. Hey, they're attached to that. They spent two, three years of their life making these 11 fucking songs that's it right you know what i mean and touring and all that shit but like that's there obviously there's no doubt that a band has to put energy and work to make something like that but do they have the same flair maybe even that same i don't know just that that raw energy that made them what they were before 
maybe not, right? Yep. But obviously, they still work. And I feel like so many of these bands, when they get negative feedback, and even not for me, like I don't have many bad situations with bands. I'm pretty friendly with everyone, and everyone's pretty nice to me. Sure. But I see it like online. It's like they get so offended, and it's like maybe some of it is mean for no reason, but some of yep. it take it as criticism and be like, fuck, maybe we didn't do everything perfectly because we're not the best you know, perfect musicians ever, you know? Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, there, there aren't enough people that are willing to admit that. I think that's, exactly, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's go, let's go past that a little bit. And see, I'm just working through things because we haven't talked in a year. So I have like a nope, bunch of stuff dude, to go through. I got all day. <laughs> there we go. So one of the things too, and I have to see, this is going to be my call out to you, is okay. that when I saw this, I wanted to, I wanted to call my buddy Johnny Frank because okay. I think that the Slavic squat <laughs> is a modified version of crab core. And yeah. I'm a little concerned that you haven't been paying royalties. <laughs> oh, man, the Slavic squat, dude. I mean, well, that's like, I again, because I, I am like, I'm Canadian, right? Everyone chill. But chill I, my out, background is Slavic, right? My family is Slavic. Like, I go to my fucking family meetings. They're all eating shunka meat. And all the fucking meats, right? And they got sure. the accordion playing in the background. Like, they got it, okay? Right. I know that feel, that vibe. I know the foods and stuff. I know people act. They, they're in Adidas tracksuits. What do you want? It's just what I see, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just what's happening. And I, I always thought it was so funny because I could relate to that on a family perspective, sure. right? Like, I don't all do that shit all day, right? I don't slob squat for no reason, really. But if I squat, I do keep my heels on the ground. That's all right. right. All right. I do keep them on the ground. That's good form. That's good form. It's good form, right? So <laughs> I would just always see these memes like on the internet and Slav memes became just popular in general. And I would laugh my ass off. They're one of the funniest memes to me because I don't know, probably because I connect with them a bit. They're just so stupid and, and kind of <laughs> raw. Like, but I love that kind of meme. Sure. So it's like, well, you know what? What? How, how can I transform my love for this type of humor and not be offensive as fuck, yeah. but still make it funny, good and, and make sense? And I was like, oh, my God. Slavic memes meets metal. That's actually was the kind of the working title of it. Right. And I just went with that. I was like, the song has to sound Slavic. Slav music has a sound. I get it. I listened to it at my fucking family gatherings, you know, exactly. when I was younger. It was all there with the accordion. It has the sound. Um, and the metal part I can definitely fit into it because it has a darker sound. It has that edge to it that really I think would fit well with metal. And then the vocals, just I need a good vocalist that is Slav so I can yep. kind of have my uh, my barrier of, okay, I'm Canadian, but this dude's Slav, so fuck off. You can't say that. I'm not being <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right? Yep. Um, yep. So that's where I got, you know, totally. And then also the lyrics, that's the selling point. That's the entire meme. If the, the music has to be good so it stays in your head, mm -hmm. but the memes are all, and all the funniness is in the lyrics and then the video that is based on the lyrics. Yes. Yes, very true. Yeah. yeah, I'd recommend everyone go out and watch that video. <laughs> it's <is laughs> a lot, a lot of fun. So we'll talk about Tolly in a second, but for your family, for those gatherings and stuff, did you play the song for them and what did they think about it? I saw I am over the years I became very close with my mom in terms of the music stuff. Like when I was younger, she was always like, Oh, it's the devil's music. But ah, like sure. she she's grown to love it. She's grown to really <laughs> love the things I show her, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I showed her that and she fucking laughed her ass off like nonstop. She was like, oh my God, why is this like so like she got even the references. Oh, nice. And okay. even though they were screaming and stuff like she still got a good chunk of the references and was laughing. <laughs> um, so yeah, she really enjoyed it. And that was that was pretty much the only one person in my family that I showed and she just had a blast. Because my grandparents would be like, what the fuck is happening? Well, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. How did you reach out to Tolly? Because I've had Tolly on the show, actually. And we had, you know, oh. he was over in Russia. It was after their last album came out. We were talking about everything that, you know, he was up to and the politicalness of, you know, what they do and what he can do. So how did mm-hmm. you get set up with him in the first place? So I discovered Tolly through Wildways, I think just through YouTube. Like I knew okay. Wildways and yep. I was like, and I, I'm 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 I think much more into this the Russian core and the Russian scene band than a lot of other a lot of my peers. Sure. And sure. I don't know how I got into. Them. I think it was just Shocker and my friend showed me them when I was younger, ah, yeah, and yeah. that was the first one. And then I just was like, what what else is around here? You know what I mean? Like, and dude, Russia has some insane bands that do. are like actually amazing. Like yes. y'all check that shit out. I agree. And I for, agree. Yeah, I checked out Wild Ways. I was like, I just kept kind of going back and listening to them more and more, and I was like that dude's voice is perfect. Like he has the perfect, clean, catchy, you know, all the girls love him kind of chorusy voice. (laughs) And the nice, still like heavy scream though. Not like he doesn't, he doesn't sacrifice one for the other. Like he has the good blend. I was like, this dude's fucking talented. Like, so I just straight up messaged whatever his email was. And I was like, Hey dude, I love your stuff. Did you want to do this? And he was like, no, like let's, yeah, like sure. Let's do it. And we got on a call. We got talking we got to know each other a bit. And he's like, he's really dude, like funny, fun dude to just yeah. talk to. Like I really had a fun time and our relationship really developed over the making of that video okay. and kind of feeling each other out. And we became just good buddies after because it's just, we just had so much fun doing that stupid shit together. <laughs> so that's how that all came about straight up. Just, I knew wild ways and it was just an email. So yeah. No, that's awesome. And look, the way I found wild, way I found wow, wow. If I could speak, the way I found <laughs> Wild Ways was on YouTube as well. When I saw the faka faka, yeah, yeah, me too. Yep. And I, I in a way hate myself for loving it so much, but I, I can't help it. And I think <laughs> if anyone really gave it a chance, when they start bouncing at the end, when <laughs> when that kind of breakdown happens, and they start yeah. bouncing, it is so perfectly timed i don't know how anyone could hate that band and that's why when i saw that i was like this dude i think would be up for the meme stuff because that's also a factor i always have to take in consideration when hitting up like the real musicians (laughs) is like (laughs) they might be talented but can they record themselves and will they do the meme stuff because surprisingly a lot of the musicians will just not do the meme stuff really they won't sacrifice like the artist integrity of doing it i guess they want to do it like legit and it's like you really like really wow <laughs> like don't you like memes and <laughs> but it, it happened it's happened quite a bit and i'm very surprised a lot of artists just don't want to bleed into the meme category nick i am i am very surprised that you're throwing andy under the bus like this <laughs> <laughs> I, I broke andy he is he was definitely one of those dudes and i just straight up ruined it for him i just brought him in anyway he was like god damn it nick what did you do now i'm here and i'm stuck you fuck <laughs> i can see it i can see it yeah. <laughs> well now before we move on to some other topics so do you think there's going to be some more slavic metal coming out at all do you think that friendship now can lead to more in the future so i would love i i hit up totally i was like dude this popped off like this is great people want this do you want to do an ep and he said nick I love the idea and he 
and I think it'll be hella fun and successful. Yeah. But because of how I think popular that song actually got in Russia, apparently that thing was on MTV Russia. Oh, really? Yeah. Totally told me. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like that thing apparently went like semi-viral in Russia. Mm-hmm. And so people would apparently go to the Wild Way shows and be like, why didn't you guys play Slavic metal? Uh, and yeah, and I could kind of like, I get it. You know, that's a kind of like, so he was like, Nick, like, I don't want to be known as the Slavic metal guy. I want to, you know, be known as the Wild Ways vocalist. Right. I was like, right. dude, I get that. I respect that. You know, if I had people like people going up to your band who yeah. had nothing to do with it other than obviously totally and being like, Where, why don't you play this song? Like, I get it. Right. So true. Unless, again, maybe they change, they, he has a change of heart in that sense, which, again, no pressure on him. I totally back his decision. Not, no more Slavic metal will ever come up. That will be the only one unique time I embarrass myself with a vodka <laughs> bottle in the park, hopefully. Um, but um, if it not, then the yeah. <laughs> if not, dude, I will make an EP with Tolly in a, in a month. Like I'd be like, let's go. Only funny shit. It doesn't even have to make sense. Just funny, good music. Yeah. And I'm sure it'd do well, but yeah, until then, um, no Slavic stuff. Gotcha. Maybe you could work out something where you actually have wild ways be a part of it. Like the whole I would band. love that. Yeah. But even that, I feel like they don't like, and again, it's, it's, it's not cause they're actually against the meme stuff or doing it. They do funny stuff and they're, oh, yeah, they, they very much do. like it, but they just straight up don't want to be known as yes, only right. the Slavic meme guys. Right. They want to be known as wild ways. And, Again, I respect that, but I'm always yeah. down to work with those dudes. They're all fucking awesome. I, I love them. <laughs> yeah, no, I I got a great vibe off of off a of Tully for sure, and mm-hmm. they're a band that I would love if they came to the states to see them yes. live. I mean, it's just one of those things, you know. It's like going to see Crystal Lake. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, you know, and what an amazing band. It's just it's mm-hmm. one of those experiences that you don't get to have that often mm-hmm. because they do bring a different culture with them for those mm-hmm. live shows. So that is exactly. that is very cool. So totally understand why there would, you know, possibly be an issue there, but mm-hmm. I did really enjoy that. So I had to <laughs> had to at least bring that up. I'm, I had fun making it, man. That was the one thing which I I I it felt special because I felt like it wasn't me basing it off like a, a Jared Dine. Like it it was me really doing my own thing. For, you know, it wasn't like no one could type down and be like, "Oh, that's, you know, just a Jared Dine cop out or like I don't know, a K-Mac cop out or you know, a Rudy cop out." <laughs> You know, it was like, that is me. No one did Slavic metal meme like that before. And I was so happy to have that. And that's, and it's the most successful thing on my channel. I was, I'm still so proud of that video. And it makes me laugh every time I go back to watch it. So, no, it really does. <laughs> it really does. No, congrats on that for sure. So, Thanks. you did bring up Jared Dines. So, mm-hmm. I do have to mention the biggest mm-hmm. shred collab song. I, I don't know well, if that's in the world. I think that's the whole title. I always fuck yeah. it up. But, <laughs> I know you've done that multiple times, and I love mm-hmm. seeing you on that. I love seeing people, especially who have been on the show, on there. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool thing to see that. So yeah. the question just in general, though, what's the process like for doing that? Like, how does Jared reach out? And then how do you guys decide on what parts you're going to be doing? Jared just reaches out. He's like, you want to be on it? And when Jared reaches out, you just go, yes. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's like, you, you know, think about it. I, I, of course, like I do it because I actually like Jared. Like I've talked to him. We, It's yeah. not like we're like like the best buddies ever but like we're, we're you know good good buddies like in terms of like if he needs something and he's like you know what's up nick and like we'll talk to time to time that kind of thing just just very friendly people to each other he's a really nice dude from yeah. all i've seen from him right um and yeah he just it hits you up and he's like hey i'm doing this thing do you want to do it here's the track if you do 
and that's it. Like, so he'll give you kind of the segment to solo over and you just say yes. And then you send him the the tracks and he organizes everything. That's it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, is there yeah. anything that comes out of that? Like, do you see people reach out to you because they've never heard of you before, but they see you on that video? Oh, God. Maybe. Um, I, I I have so many different things where like, like, hey, I know you from your reactions, Nick, or because Ronnie talked to you about you or because... Yeah maybe Jared did something or cause you were in a collab with Rudy or like, there's so many different ones that I have no fucking clue. My, <laughs> my dumbass face is everywhere on the, on the metal web right now. So it's like, you know, I, I'm sure that the answer is yes, but yeah, I just don't recall. <laughs> all right. No, no, no worries at all. Well, let's, let's transition again. Let's go to, you know, we did Slavic metal. We're talking more about your solo material as well. So now the question is, would you like to go to Termina or do you want to go to your own solo material? Because all of this is technically yours anyways, but what do you want to talk about first? Um, oh God, it doesn't matter. Um, I guess when it comes to my own stuff, like a new album is in the works. Awesome. Last thing I did was the acoustic stuff, which was just, right? yeah, it was just a fun thing. It wasn't like, oh, here's the new Nick Nocturnal album. It's just like, <laughs> I wrote this. If you like it, great. If not, like, I don't care. I fucking pretty much wrote it for myself because I wanted to see if I can write a little ep on acoustic yeah yeah um so it is in the works it's an early stage development but it has to be crazier than my last album that's that is okay. my goal everything right. has to be put to like 20 on the scale like <laughs> n- no excuses the guest features have to be to 20 the yeah. riff the writing the musicality the production it's 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 almost like a curse because i have this unrealistic expectation of my next album that who knows maybe i won't even have ever doing it because i'm always like no this isn't good enough ah, right okay but i'm gonna just give it my all and i want this to be what is part of you know my terrible meme legacy of like <laughs> you know what nick's memes were shit but he released this one album that was sick as fuck I want that. You know what I mean? And I want this to be just the ultimate, this is really me kind of album. So it's been a works kind of for a while, still very rough because I've been focusing on Termina as well as a few other, a few other projects, a few other oh. very fun. Yeah. Holy crap. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, um, but Make also me feel like, like I don't do enough. <laughs> I've also been doing like a, a lot of my YouTube stuff. Even sometimes like I've written a whole song, like a good yeah. example is I did a video writing the heaviest song ever for like memes. And I literally did that video and wrote the song that same day wow. as I uploaded it. Just Crazy. because, just just for the video's sake. I was like, Monday came along. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing today? Yeah. All right. That sounds like an idea. <laughs> and even that, like, that's a song that, fuck, I could have included on an album. But I just threw out there in a YouTube video. It's not even on Spotify or anything. Right. Yeah. And that's a fun one because I actually hit up a vocalist. I hit up the brand of Sacrifice dude, Kyle, who's a buddy of mine. Oh, I was like, cool. hey, like. You this probably won't get like any views. Do you want to like throw vocals on it and we split 50-50 distro kit? And he was like, Yeah. So <laughs> even things like that. Like, like I have a lot of those moments that could have like I could have spent time instead putting making on the album, but I was just like making it memes for YouTube. So that's why it's also taking so long. But yeah, as well as Termina. So right. Um, which I guess will lead me to the Termina point. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Might, as, might as well go into that. Might I mean, well. I'm pretty sure that you sent me an awesome new track. So do you want to introduce that a little bit? Thank you, dude. Yeah. So that is called, that track is the abyss and (sighs) that, (laughs) Um, that track is the abyss. And that is the second single from Termina ever released ever as well as it's going to be from a new album, which will eventually be released sometime this decade. I'm sure. Fuck yeah. Um, So yeah, we essentially released lucid and, 
you know, being our first track, no branding to that name, other than I can me using Nick Nocturnal and it's Andy's Nick and Andy's project, right? Yeah, sure. Other than that, it's just Termina. It's this new name that has no meaning to anybody other than it's a fucking Zelda reference. Right. I, right. I didn't even know that for a while. <laughs> Andy was like, here's a name that's not copyrighted. Do you want to use it? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, fuck it we can't think of anything else and we released lucid and i was like wow people like this oh yeah oh <laughs> like, yeah a lot and it did really fucking well for a first track no label it was all influencer marketing on mm-hmm. you know my part hitting up the fucking blogs the influencers being like check this shit out yep and people loved it on spotify and it got like 400k plays i was like what the fuck? <laughs> you know, and on YouTube, it's still got like 250K. And I was, I was honestly shocked. And I was like, even though we always joke, me and Andy, because it's, you know, we're like, oh yeah, one mil, easy. You know, like one million <laughs> views. Like easy, easy, bro. Like no problem. Like one million views, don't worry about it. Um, You know, it, it's us being, you know, egotistical jokesters over oh, there. Sure. Oh, sure. Realistically, I was surprised it got over 100K and it, it exceeded that by quite a bit. And we were like, fuck, Andy, you know, Oh, it was like six months later and people were like, where's Termina? What the fuck? You know, like people just kept saying, where's Termina to me? And as well as Andy, he would tell me he's on tour with monuments and people are coming <laughs> up and being like, dude, like great set and all like, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. Where's new Termina? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And, and I'd laugh my ass off when he told me that. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so we were like, I guess we should, you know, go and, you know, to fucking get the next track out. And at that time, like I've been slowly writing the instrumentals and Andy's been slowly writing, you know, the vocals. And he's had to finish, you know, Macari and fucking Wander and all his oh, 70 yeah. bands, you know, first and finish all the things. And the Monuments track, you know, Animus, all that. So and then he was finally like done. And the thing is, he's always on tour, too. So he doesn't have time when he's on tour. It's like, fuck. Um, but again, we think of this as like our side project. Like I'm a YouTuber full time. I have shit to do. He has shit to do. Right. And when we have time, we get to it and we finish it. So because of this whole quarantine thing. It was just like, well, Andy's like, well, I can't fucking do anything anyways. Like, let's go. So we've been working our asses off and we're like, oh, my God, it's been 11 months since we released the track. So we were like, what track do we do? Right. We had, I think at that point, eight instrumentals with and four of them had vocals on them, um, uh-huh. not including Lucid. OK. And we were like, which one do we want? And we went back and forth because, of course, we all we love all the tracks and some of us love some of the tracks more than the others. But, of course, like (laughs) me and Andy, and that's the thing is why I think it works so well is we just we trust each other. We know that none of us take our own in terms of like selfish interest of like, no, this song is just my favorite. So I want to release it next. It's literally like what song is the best? And we both come to like a mutual agreement. And that's how that's how it goes for like almost all our decisions. It's just like okay, you think this, I think this. And we disagree on a decent amount of things, but we're like, okay, how do we compromise and make it so it's just the best product? That's all we give a fuck about is we want this to be the best product, regardless of how crazy, if there's a crazy techie solo in here, you know, or some crazy vocal part, like we don't give a fuck. And that's what it comes down to. And I think that's why we're able to blend and work together so well. And there's no ego involved at all, which is, I think, so important and so rare. Right. (laughs) Uh, So... We, we came, we were like, okay, this both seems to be the best track to release next. So, and it was The Abyss. And we worked on that and we're like, okay, well, obviously we need a video, right? We're, we're pretty much doing the whole down and dirty marketing at this point anyways. Might as well embrace the, you know, we haven't released a song in a fucking year. Like embrace the, put a video too with every song. Sure. So we're like, how do we do a video? We had it all planned out. Then the corona came and we're yep. like, oh my God, we're fucked. So we're at home and we're like, do we do like a lyric video? 
And I'm like, that's such a capo. And like, <laughs> do we do like, like a visual? And it's like, that's the thing like that. The music video just makes it special. Even who the fuck cares about the music video itself? Just the fact that there is a music video makes people know that that uh, is special. They have to, like, it's an event. You know right. what I mean? It makes an event when there's a music video. True. So we have, we like, fuck, we have to do this. So we were figuring it out and hitting up videographers. Like, how do we do this shit? And we, we got in touch with my dude, Patrick, who actually has worked on um, music videos from corn fucking as they lay dying like the big boys you know what i mean yep. and it's called polyphia and that's actually how i became buddies with him a little bit ago i saw a polyphia song i reacted and i was like dude these visuals are insane and he contacted me i was like dude thank you and i was like dude you're awesome <laughs> and we kind of went back and forth and he's like the nicest person i've ever worked with wow <laughs> like in terms of like actually having a business relationship i've never had such a just nice decent human being that i fully trust no matter what that will be like, hey, I'll be like, hey, can you like fix it? He's like, no problem. Nothing else. Just no problem, dude. I got you. He's like excited to fix it. Oh, that's cool. Nicest dude ever. I fucking love working with him. And he worked on my intro as well as my outro for my YouTube video. Ah, and that's how okay. we got work together. And he was the nicest dude. We went through like seven iterations of my outro because I kept being offline with the uh, out of sync with the annotations, like the uh -huh. boxes. Yeah. Sure. And he made it like seven times. I was like, dude, it's okay. <laughs> He's like, no, it has to be perfect. And like he's he has that perfectionist mentality, and I love it. So nice, fair price, and just so talented. And we hit him up, and we're you know we're like, how can we do a quarantine video? He's like, oh, you just need a white wall. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was like, what? Are you, are you serious? Like, he, well, he's like, well, you could use a green screen, but like, yeah, just get some like lighting if you can. And we we're like, we can't get lighting on a green screen. He's like, all right, well, just like you have a white wall. And I was like, we we're like, yeah. He's like, okay. I was like. You, you, there's how <laughs> you know like like, there's like how there's no fucking way you're gonna make my white wall my like white wall with scuffs on the fucking wall sure. you know look like some kind of god to your video and also andy's in florida right yeah, right right so this dude to film this video he directed us and it, literally he was on the iphone directing like me separately and i was there and he's like hey do this do this do this with your iphone we filmed this with our iphones oh damn yeah against a white wall doing all this stuff playing through the song and i sent him this footage and i'm like how is this going to turn into anything there's no way this is a white like a white wall with the floor there right like you can see yeah. the floor yeah and andy, he did the same thing with andy took like four hours or however long directing him separately and we got his footage and he sent us something two weeks later and it's this like mind-blowing thing that makes it seem like we're some professional ass label musician <laughs> And I was like, how did you make that white wall that video? And he's just like, yeah, man. Like, I just, you know, it's, thank you. I did my thing. You know? <laughs> I was like, You're a god. <laughs> so, yeah, for people who don't know when they watch this, that video was filmed in front of two white walls in two separate countries. That's very cool. Apple. And, um, yeah, when it comes to, the, I guess, the song itself, I know I'm rambling a little bit. The no, song no. itself, no. We, I went instrumentally for something dark. Heavy. Um, the first verse is kind of almost like an architecty, like riff kind of thing with a dark to it, with just some fun, bouncy, groovy things that Lucid had. A catchy chorus. That's number one. If our choruses are shit, the song is shit. Period. Sure. Um, but we still wanted the aggressive, heavy edge, and I pretty much just made it to a point where it's like, hey, Andy, you're the most talented motherfucker. I know you have the insane cleans, the insane yep. scream like a mm -hmm. demon. I just want to set you up so that you almost don't even have to think. You just do you, ah. right? Okay. So that's kind of been my goal with a lot of these tracks is just set Andy the fuck up as best <laughs> I can make this instrumental that's catchy, not too distracting, 
has the groove so he can do his groovy genties, you know, stuff. Yep. Has the heaviness so he can do his deathcore stuff and the catchy chorus so he can shine on vocals. And yeah, he sent me back those vocals and I was like, all right. There it is. We're good. Like, yep. Yeah. That's the story, anyways. It was a bit of a long, but no, no. It's it's good, man. And that's that's the thing that I've also liked. Now, obviously, only hearing two tracks so far, but being spaced out, you know, eleven months or so uh, for yeah. when it comes out. What I liked is they also don't sound like each other. Thank you. <laughs> You're still in the same vein of mm-hmm. what Termina is, but Lucid is you know completely different than what mm-hmm. the Abyss is. And I really appreciate that. I think a lot of people will as well, because like Mm. you mentioned, you get the heaviness, you get a whole shit ton of melody. I mean, Mm -hmm. so melodic in what you're doing as well with the abyss that it's hitting all those parts that people want right now, where you're combining everything into one and it's Mm -hmm. coming out as something that's not a mess. I'm glad. Yeah. Like the one thing is like the feels have to be reels that's like it has to be no matter what like the ambient levels have to be on point the guitar with the melodies it all has to have a purpose to be there we don't want just heavy for heavy sake we don't want just pop for radio's sake we want that blend that makes people really be like fuck man i want to put that song on repeat we want a playlist song but also a shock factor song yes and trying to blend those two we're pretty hard, but I'm, I'm glad you dig it. Yeah, and, and Lucid was much more like a slower, groovier, like a sludgy kind of feel to it. Yep. Whereas this, we want a bit more like up-paced, a little bit more energy with a twist. Yep. And like I said, when Andy fucking um, specifically like the, the halfway through the song, he does like this clean part over like lo-fi. <laughs> and then he goes into that heavy mid-song semi-breakdown. Oh, yeah. When yep. he sent me that, I was like, how did you even think of that? <laughs> I have never heard something like that so dark and almost haunting like in in this type of genre and i was like that is the gold right there so yeah i hope people fucking like it because we're still obsessed with the song (laughs) no i think i think it's gonna be because i remember talking to you about termina the last time we talked a year ago and i think it was the same kind of thing where you hadn't put out the actual song yet you sent it to me early so we Mm -hmm. were going over and i was like there is no way this isn't going to be a hit there's no (laughs) end it's the same way here. I, I, the only thing I worry for you, Nick, is that you're setting that bar so high every single time. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, man. Yeah, like we, we, that's the thing. We were like, it's been 11 months. This next song is the most important we'll yes. probably ever have right. straight up because there's, we have that hype, which we, we earned, but we're so lucky to have that band's like after 11 months after a song and people still give a shit. Yep. What? And it's our first track. You know what I mean? To have that hype behind you. That's like I said, that down and dirty type hype. Yes. Which right. is just good marketing right there. <laughs> Accidental <laughs> lazy, not finishing the song, you know, for 11 months, good marketing kind of thing. <laughs> and um, we're like, this is the most important song. It has to hit. It has to be, if not, if not better, as good as Lucid. There is right. no shittier than Lucid. We cannot allow it. Right. Yep. So after the song was done, we spent probably two months doing production work on it too. Ah, like okay. back into it, adding like little background layers, making sure everything flows, adding like pauses here and there, just to like make it that perfect track for us. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome, man. Well, I think one of the one of the big things too is with you guys being able to do everything that you're selling, because you talk about look, obviously, we've been talking for almost an hour now on mm. like 
almost every project you've been doing and you still have more to talk about, which is insane (laughs) to begin with. But also, like you mentioned with Andy, Andy's doing so many different things. He's in so many bands. I mean, I was super shocked when he just went on tour with Monuments. Like, just let's do an overseas tour. That's that's crazy. So yep. and and you know I've talked to him before. So we've talked about how he chooses what areas he's going to add, either screaming or singing, clean vocals, unclean vocals, whatever, and how he's going to do it. So what I think one of the big things that I think have helped you guys with Termina, besides just making great music, anyways, is that we're in that era right now where someone doesn't have to put out a full length album every yes. two years. You know what I mean? So you can get away with putting out singles every whatever. And I think you actually brought that up, if I'm not mistaken, Mm. when you were talking about Falling in Reverse, where they're taking their time and maybe every six months or so, there's a new track and people latch onto it because they're like, wow, we might not even get a full album. They're Mm. putting everything into these music videos and this song. And it seems Mm. like you're going kind of on that direction. Now, is that something that you actually talked to Andy about? Yeah, it's this kind of thing that I just call kind of the hype factor. If you just release a song and then the album's next week, like, that's cool. People will be hyped for that week. Sure. And then what the fuck happened? <laughs> it's That's it. They got to wait another two, three, three years, man. Right. Like, that's it until they see you on tour. And it's like, there's this hype factor that it's the same thing where it's like, I try to relate it to like, even when I'm watching like some of my favorite YouTube creators or like, there's some creators that will only make a video once every like three months, but you're so excited when you see that notification. Right, you're like, right. Oh my God, it's been so long. I really love the last one. And for some reason, it's just more special than if they released content like that every week, it yeah. just creates this weird hype factor around it. Just making people the anticipation so high and it gets everyone so stoked. And same thing with any like movies or video game releases and sequels that take like 10 years, you know, like yep. Grand Theft Auto, which, which is a really weird reference right now. But like, <laughs> hey, that next Grand Theft Auto has been taking a while, but God knows that thing is going to sell more copies than anything when it's just announced right. because of the hype behind it. It's just taking so long. There's so much work into it. And we want to have that hype factor. We want to make it an event every time a new song comes out. We want to make it special. We don't because we put time into this shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. And we we want that to be realized and not just forgotten after like a week. Like and that's yeah. it. We want it to be like every song is this special occasion, just like it's a special occasion when we wrote it. Right. Yes, we want people right. to feel that. And we want that hype to be there. And uh, bands are doing that nowadays. Spirit Box is a great example. Oh, yeah. They're Damn, killing it. Great. I don't band. think they, yeah, they've never even released the, f- I don't think they've released the full album ever. Just no, like I think EP. it's been EPs, if I'm not mistaken. Singles yeah. and EPs, right? Yeah. Perfect. They have so much hype around them. Anytime they release a new track, including myself, I'm on that shit because it's special. They made it special. They created that hype yep. for the consumers, for that market. And we want to do the same thing. And it seems like we have done it so far. So if if this new song hits, like we're hoping it hits, we just bump that level up. Yep. And it helps skip so many, like what I call like kind of band tiers of grind, <laughs> right? <laughs> that grind of like, oh, like you'll ask other bands where they're like, yeah, we're on our third album right now. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, really? And like you guys are playing to a capacity of like five people or something like that, right? Not capacity, but like there's five people in there. Right, right. And it's like, Jesus, there's so much grind when you can just instead spend more time on the single songs and making them more special to build that hype instead of working so hard. And it's, it's essentially comes down to work smart instead of just work hard, then work hard at working smart. <laughs> You should have that on an inspirational poster. 
I do, dude. On Twitter, there you go. 50K uh, <laughs> right there. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I you have you have it down. And I look at artists, like I brought up Johnny Frank earlier. He's with Bill Murray. And mm-hmm. Bill Murray puts out an EP every six months or so. Mm-hmm. And that builds hype because he's putting out music so frequently. But then mm-hmm. there are the people that are also... So I think you get... You get the content creators that are putting out things on a regular basis that's good. And then you have the ones that are taking their time with singles, and you have that different dynamic. It's really interesting because it also plays into how many videos you want to put out for YouTube. It plays into all of that. Podcasting is the same way. Sometimes it's better to have an episode every week. Sometimes it's better to let people wait a little bit. And like you said, you get that notification, you're like, holy fuck, so-and-so had the time to do something. That's what they put out. This has got to be something important because they mm-hmm. put the time into doing it. Especially because you're so cluttered with all the other stuff of the same bands and the same day. And you're like, oh my God, it's all this. And then you see this one different thing, even if it's not that different. Like again, Terminus is a core band. Like, let's get real here. We're metalcore, okay? For sure. And like, they release something, you're like, oh my God, even though you think there's something so unique and so special and different, even though it's not really, it's just they took the time <laughs> and they built that hype purposely. And it's so funny. And yeah, when it comes to YouTube, I don't follow that shit at all. As you can see, like I post, I post video like three, after video after video. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, I probably would have more subscribers and more everything if I just didn't do that. But I do that straight up because it's just, it keeps me productive. If I'm not productive like that, I go insane. And it's just fun for me to do. But when it comes to music, fuck no, I'm doing that and taking the time. Exactly. And it's got to be, I would think YouTube's a little bit different. It's the same as podcasting can be different where, like for instance, we're talking about this before the abyss is dropped, but this isn't going to come out until after. Right. If I sat on this for another Mm -hmm. two, three weeks, that's not going to get you the hype that you want for the track. Yeah, so you put out the content because not only is it fun to do and you're enjoying yourself, but then you also are helping with that hype to try and get it. Otherwise, what's the point of putting it out? It it wouldn't make as much sense that way. So I think that's the same thing that you have to look after too. And you know, obviously Mm -hmm. tell me if I'm wrong, but when you're putting those videos out, you're also trying to be unique and beat people to that idea as well i would think in a way where you don't want to be repeating other people's videos so mm. you've got your own thing going it's like for instance i would think you playing uh the rock was it rocksmith or yeah so like, yeah, rock. yeah i watched that and i really enjoyed it because it was something different and mm. i maybe i don't know maybe other people have done something similar but i thought that was something unique and something that mm. you would be able to do as an expert guitarist to be able mm. to go and play this video game that is supposed to teach you how to play guitar and then right. be annoyed by it because yeah. of how different it is from actually playing guitar. Yeah, that was one that was one video where I was just like, it was Monday. A lot of my it's so weird. Some of my best ideas are when Monday comes because every Monday I post a new like meme video. It's meme day for my channel, right? right? Yep. Um, and I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. And tomorrow's Monday. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, and that, a lot of my best ideas come up when it's Monday and I'm stressed and I'm like, what do I come up with? And I'm like, you know what? Like, fuck, I don't care. Here's an idea that I think is funny to me. I don't even know how I'm going to realize it, like make it a video. I just like where it's where it's going, you know, where my brain is taking me right now. And I just go with the fucking flow. And, you know, I have to literally learn new techniques of video editing, like on the spot, because that's part of the video idea, right? I'm right. like, yeah, for Rocksmith, I have to figure out how to like make it almost transparent or make it fit. I have to learn that while I'm editing it on the spot. Oh, I didn't man. have time to already like pre-pan, like, oh, I know how I'm going to edit. Like, no, I'm, I'm going and learning as I'm doing it how to make this all work. 
Same thing with how Rocksmith works. I had to learn how Rocksmith worked that day. Damn. Literally, it's so crazy. And But those are some of my best ideas because it's just me in kind of my natural habitat being stupid as fuck. And that's just how I act. And I think <laughs> some of my viewers connect with that because I've I've been able to kind of like really humanize myself, I yes. think, with my channel, which I, I think is, is a fun thing to do because people relate to that shit. Yep. They're, they're yep. not just like, oh, here's some, you know, another big pompous ass music YouTuber star <laughs> dude. It's like, it's just Nick, you know, like you just, oh, it's, it's your bro Nick, you know, that just yep. hangs out and fucking makes videos in his room. Like doesn't do anything special. I don't have any crazy production work or anything. And sure. I feel like that's really the key with that is just making people connect with that content. And I do that best when I create the videos on the spot like that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Now, you talk about, you know, connecting with people as well. I know you have a Patreon. How has that mm -hmm. been going? Because I know that's a special way to connect with people. And especially with COVID and the way, mm -hmm. you know, things have been without people having to, you know, some people don't have to go to work. Some people have to stay home. Has that jumped for you? How has that been working out? Yeah, that's been doing well. And it's, I think it's because I always... I always try to upgrade my Patreon. Like I've had always different phases of like, this is phase one Patreon and it, it didn't do that well. Phase two did a little better. Phase three did a little better Then phase four was like my one that I stuck by for like a year. Oh. And then I noticed it started to tamper off a little bit because it just didn't have as much value as it, as it used to. You know what I mean? Okay. And I, that's when I put on my business hat and I'm like, okay, this is Patreon. This is not a fucking donate to me right? People do do that. But yeah, this isn't sure. I don't want it to be like a huge fucking throw money at me because of it. I want it to be like, here is a perk that is actually worth its value that right. you will want as a person. Plus, you might also want to get it. This is the afterthought because, hey, I'm Nick and you like my content and you also want to support. So it's like, wow, this is really sick. I actually need this. And I also get to support Nick. Right? Exactly. Yep. So I've always kept that in mind with any type of businessy thing I do with anything. It's always actual value first, pretending my brand doesn't exist. And then the brand's the afterthought that helps push it. Right. Okay. All right. And yeah, Patreon has been doing been doing great because people are at home wanting to learn songs and they want apps. <laughs> that's pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much it. So I've been lucky with that. It it funds me more than my YouTube AdSense now. So that's great. Wow. That's insane. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good. That is, that is damn good news. Well, now, look, we have gone through so many things. You did hint that there were other projects. Mm -hmm. What is it that you can give away? Okay. Um, there's, a, there's a couple. So I'm working on Egyptian metal. So it's kind of... Huh. So when I made Slavic metal, it was originally not just to make a Slavic whole theme of videos. It was to make country, uh, memes... Or I guess I hate using the word stereotypes because people find like stereotypes. Like there's obviously some offensive stereotypes, sure. but like country memes slash like non-offensive stereotypes mm -hmm. <laughs> meets sure. metal where I instrumentally revive or I, I kind of encompass that the sounds of that culture and the vocals and lyrics are funny and the video is funny that are kind of memes and make you laugh. So I wanted to make that into a whole series of a bunch of different cultures without crossing the line of offensive because, okay, I right. do not want to get insta-canceled for making oh, a that would be terrible. Okay? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep, it's like, that's yep. why I started with Slavic metal. I'm like, you fuckers, you ain't canceling me. I am Slav. You can fuck off. If exactly. You want to cancel, right. <laughs> um, so that's a little more dangerous territory because, again, I'm not. The next one we're doing is actually Egyptian metal. I am not Egyptian, obviously. <laughs> right. Wait, oh, uh, I, you know what? I don't want to assume. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Egyptian. And the thing is, I wanted to do it because I love the music of Egyptian. I, it's so prominent in metal too. It's a natural mix, Egyptian sounds and sure. all that in metal, right? Yep. It's already natural. 
So I'm like, well, that, that has to be the perfect next bet. The vocal stuff we're working on is going to be, that's going to be a tricky part, like not being offensive lyrically. We're going to have to literally probably get a bunch of Egyptian friends or any, anyone knows be like, is this actually offensive? Like, because we don't want offensive shit. We just want funny shit. <laughs> yes. Right. 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 Um, By the way, not to cut you off. Yeah. I do have Egyptian friends. So okay. let me tell you, if you want to be good, and I'm this is also for me too. Okay. Mention how amazing Mo Salah is. Mo Salah, okay. Yeah, Mo Salah, Liverpool player. He's amazing. Oh, and okay. If you go ahead and put him in that song, people are going to love it. Okay, yeah. That's just my hint to you for that I'll, one. I'll, I'll do that. Because, yeah, we're trying to, we're almost taking a, a twist on it where it's like ancient Egypt jokes. Ah, because okay. that's like, who the fuck's gonna get offended by talking about like sphinxes and cats and like pyramids and stupid dumb shit like that, right? Like, uh, I, like, well, I mean, not to get into political stuff, but did you see the thing about pyramids recently? I did not. I, did uh, not know. I would, I would be careful. I know it's so weird because I hate censoring and I hate all that stuff, but I would hmm. be careful because there are like petitions for taking down the pyramids now. I guess I'm getting canceled. Oh, well. Ian, it was nice talking to you, dude. It was nice talking to you, brother. I think we had a good time here. Thank you, YouTube, for your years. Um, we had a great run. You know, I think we made a few people laugh. You know, I'm gonna go be a I'm gonna go be a bookkeeper or something now. I'm I'm signing off. Well, oh, sorry. I couldn't. <laughs> it was it was a good run, dude. It was a good run. Um, but yeah, and it's 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 always tough to place that balance because hey, I grew up with humor from like like Family Guy oh, and like. Yeah, like pure ownage and like South Park and shit like that, which obviously has offensive stuff in it, no doubt at all, right? Right. But again, that's it's just I grew up with some of that humor and not not the offensive side of it, but like the stupid, like even the gamer humor, right? Like you go in a Halo lobby and everyone's calling each other like the worst words. Oh possible, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and it's just like that's just it's kind of how it's goes. So that humor in the non-offensive, super offensive part of it, it was always like funny to me, like the stereotypical kind of thing. Like, oh, I'm Slavic. I drink all the time. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, sure. You know, yeah. like that kind of makes me laugh. Right. Um, so always have, playing that line is important. And the vocalist for this is going to be Andrew of Chakrit. Oh, that's really awesome. Cool. Yeah, because he's, 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 he's really good at the Egyptian core stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's funny. And he was actually the original vocalist for Slavic metal, but he was just busy and we never got it. And um, that's when I got to Toli. Gotcha. Um, so we're gonna have him do that, and I'm excited for that. Hope it doesn't blow up in my face, but you know, I don't well, think it will. We're gonna, gonna make a good, good video. Yeah, that's it. We're gonna make a fun, good, lighthearted video. People are gonna get a, people get offended just by seeing my face in videos. So you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so that's one of them. That one I'm excited for. That's a bit of a bigger project. Yep. Another thing is this project with an uh, he doesn't really do YouTube as much anymore, but a bigger fun YouTuber that I really love that that was in the metal scene. We're doing a little bit of an EP together of a specific style, kind of making fun of, of bands in that genre, but making it really good is kind of the point. Now I know um, who it is. I got it. Okay. <laughs> um, so that that will be really fun. I'm really excited for that. Nice. And um, again, the Kyle thing for for just the hardest, heaviest song. Whenever he you know gets the the vocals for that, we're just gonna throw it out there and see. Oh, Austin Dickey and me have a track. That we've been working on forever it's just it's kind of deathcore mixed with like death metal in terms of like ginger yeah. black kind of initiate gojira that oh, kind damn. of style okay. all right uh, uh that's a fun track and yeah a lot of little things like that and uh, i mean youtube projects like how to sound like um what i do with Kapaza really like we did the architects one yes right. we're doing a down and dirty one with christian gray from x oh. down and dirty <laughs> oh sure and, yeah yeah and he sounds exactly like dennis which is so fucking funny to me no he really does Yes. Yeah. 
That yeah. one is hilarious because it's literally down and dirty. Like you cannot listen to that and not think of that with the scratch demo. Like you cannot not think. It's so funny. That band, and, holy shit, man. I sorry, not to go off on a tangent, yeah, but I, I had them, I had them all on the show. And this mm-hmm. is when they were doing their comeback and they told their entire story. And it is incredibly insane. But then I thought they were finally gonna make it. I thought they were yeah, going to pull too. together. Everything was going to be good. They got Christian. They got all these people. And then just gone. Like, that's it. They changed their name, put out a great single, and then nothing anymore. Yeah. It's a cursed band name, man. It's cursed. Oh. The only way it'll ever come back is if it's the OG members. And they. I think no, no matter how much anyone hates Dennis or yeah. any of the members, people will watch that, including myself. And yeah, probably I gotta, really like that yeah. song. Right. right? Yeah. That's the only way I think that name will ever live up to its potential. So li- literally, when that name was popping, they were going to be bigger than Asking. They were the new Asking, the modern version of that. Yep. And it was like, they were going to be huge. And it's so fucked up how all that shit just, just destroyed it. Completely. <laughs> um, if yeah. They, yeah. If they ever come back, it's only if, if Dennis and the OG members come and just make it happen. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, projects other than that, I think that's that ties it up other than, of course, I always have like little collabs and shit like that going on sure. in my usual stuff. But Termina is the big one. That's kind of my focus. We're going to try to get out an album. And yeah, man, oh. it's 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 a busy, busy year as well as doing Twitch and, and all that. All so, of that so, stuff, man. That is that. insane. Now, mm-hmm. with all the people, and we might have, man, I can't remember. Did we mention this before? We might have. But mm-hmm. like when you see someone like Ronnie on, right. uh, on the reaction video... Have you ever thought to reach out to him? I did. I always do. Yeah, I, I always am like, when I see someone ever watch my thing again, and I'm like, thank you. I send up a thank you. And I sent him a message on Twitter. Thank you. He said, dude, that was awesome. And he fucking followed me back. And I fangirled a little bit. I was yeah. like, dude, that's fucking cool. <laughs> and again, like I get he has his bad rap. And hey, I don't know the dude in person. Yeah, right? I, yeah, yeah. He, I, I judge people like, hey, they were nice to me. They respected me and they treated me like a human to me. I don't fucking know anything else about this person, right? They treated me with respect. So I'll treat, I'll give them that respect. That's the least I can do. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. Um, So yeah, he's always been super nice. And I've even popped by his streams and he's like, oh, fuck, dude, it's Nick. And he he shouts me out a second. I'm like, it's so cool seeing shit like that from again, like the top dog, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially, yeah, for sure. No, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and having that happen again a, a few times even, and that's also how I'm building relationships with some of these people. It's like I don't let that go unnoticed. Like if a band shouts me out, I make sure like they know that I appreciate that. Like that's yes. a big thing, or like an artist or something. And that is probably how I've built maybe fifty percent of my best like connections and best like friends in the industry through that method, which yes. is so great. And I like bands do that shit. Like huh. if you get a compliment or someone checks out your stuff take the effort to just at least say fucking thank you or something. You right. know what I mean? Like right. it goes a long way. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. Very true. Very true. Hmm. All right, Nick. I think that is probably looking at the time. That's a perfect place to end people. I don't even know what their attention spans anymore are anymore. So <laughs> we could easily, this is a weird Sunday for me. I don't know what's yeah. going on with my voice. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. Uh, I guess I'm just getting ready for another full week of 16 hour days, which I, don't oh. want to be ready. Oh, it's awful. But anyways, uh. we've, we've had a lot of fun. We could easily talk more. I'm going to have to have you on the show much more, like much more often, I would say. But then also, I, I'm surprised you don't even have a podcast yet. It seems like that would be the next. 
level I, of what you do. I love talking to people and I love that idea. And I have thought about it in the past. And then everyone started doing it. I'm like, yes. okay, well, like yeah. I'm I'm just not gonna have the amount of effort and time to put in that I know much better people will. And gotcha. even though I think I could have cool guests and hang out and talk, I, I like to almost just do it either as kind of a guest or just as, you know, talking to the person instead. It's just sure. a better medium for me than being kind of the interviewee. I don't think I'd be a good interviewee because I'd just probably talk about meme shit all day instead. And <laughs> you know what I mean? So maybe sure. one day, um, you know, when I have to retire from YouTube for getting copyright striked or something like that, I'll, I'll, I'll try it out. But uh, for now, yeah, it's, it's just, I like just chilling and talking with people and yeah. learning, honestly. No, no, that that makes total sense. That's why I do this is to learn. I mean, that's yeah. it's fun to hang out with people, but then you get to learn about what makes their, you know, not creative juices flow because that's so fucking cliche and it sounds weird. <laughs> but to actually, you know, to to put that personality to the music that you love, to whatever mm -hmm. is happening, it puts that personality. It makes you, at least for me, it makes you connect more with oh, the yeah. music to be able to do that. So, yeah. all right, we're, we're going to talk about some plugs. We talked about a lot of stuff. But what is the best way? I'm gonna have links in the description of the episode so that people can, you know, get to everything to your uh, Twitch, to your YouTube. That's a lot of links. I'm so sorry. Tons, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Tons of links. <laughs> Look, I have to make the sacrifices to be able to put mm -hmm. this out, so I understand. Yeah, yeah. But for right now, what is the best way for people to support you? Um, honestly, man, if you see my dumbass face on the internet, just just come <laughs> come watch a vid. I okay, it, man. There you go. Watch a vid. If you want to leave a like, dislike too, that drives the algorithm. I don't mind the dislikes or a hate comment also drives the algorithm. I don't <laughs> mind that. I just stop on by and hate. I'm, I'm good with that too, man. Like just, just, just watch a video. That's yep. all, man. That, that helps. And if you want to support me, so, you know, I don't go homeless. Patreon is the best way. Um, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, sounds good. And I will have, like I said, I have links for all that stuff. So man, once mm -hmm. again, Nick, it's just, it is a really fun time talking to you to be able to just shoot the shit. Yeah, man. And just really go into everything because you've got so much going on, but you're also a likable person. So oh, thank you. Yeah, you'd be surprised. There are people on here <laughs> that it takes a long time to get them into the mode of, oh, this guy's not here to make me look like a dipshit. He really right, actually, right, you know what yeah. I mean? It takes a little <laughs> while, but with you, it's always been very natural. So I always mm -hmm. appreciate that. So we'll have mm -hmm. you on a lot more coming up, I'm sure. Dude, hell yeah. I'll figure out something because I think we okay. can work something out. That would be a lot of fun. But okay. until then, man, thank you so much. And everyone needs to go check out the abyss for sure. That's going to be yeah. the big thing. It should have just come out by the time this comes out. So you yes. can go listen over and over again, but man, thank you so much. And once again, this was awesome. Thank you for having me, man. Have a good one.